0: Good afternoon, this is Dr. Sheila Pope and thanks for joining me for my syndicated show, Conversations with Dr. Pope. Be sure to tune in Monday through Sunday from 2 to 3.20 on the DFW Den Gospel Radio Station. Let's talk! Okay, today is my first show. It is, what is today? Let's let's put the date here. July the 27th, 2020 is the first show that I'm going to have on the DFWDN gospel radio station. And as I am working on putting this thing together, I, I have to just first say, thank God it's a gospel radio station because I am going to talk about God through this thing. It, it is nobody or nothing but God that has moved my show into syndication to the DFW DN Radio Gospel Station. Um, You know, I want to take the time out to say, to tell the audience what my show will, you know, be about. And for those who don't know me a little bit about my background, I am an educator first. I've taught for over 20 years, be it college, university level community college level and elementary level and high school level. I've taught and I think my gift of teaching is definitely making room for me. And what do I mean by that? I plan to use the program to teach, to share, to talk about topics and things that are important to me. And what's important to me is I am a uh, single um, via divorce mom. I have adopted um, three kids. I have my 21-year-old who's temporarily living with me during this COVID situation um, while he goes back to school. I am a businesswoman. I own my own business and I have businesses, plural. I think they call me a serial entrepreneur. Well, those things are important to me. And what's also important to me is supporting women of all colors, but especially minority women who are And entrepreneurs who are trying to move their life in a whole nother direction by taking control of their destiny, their money, their time, and their livelihood. So those are some of the things that are important to me. Now, one other thing that's important to me is community service. I truly believe that we have to give our time, serve in our communities, And do the things that God has called us to walk out um, in action. You know, I have several social media platforms that I'm always on. But when you really want to see me and hear me and get to know me is when I'm serving. And what I mean by serving is getting out in the community for things and things that I feel are worth my time and effort things that I feel God has led me to do. And one of those things is that I advocate for seniors, senior citizens. You know, the irony of that is that I'm really encroaching upon the time that I too will have the label as a senior citizen. I already got my AARP stuff coming in the mail. Okay. So, I advocate for a group that I will be joining very soon. So I'm glad I've been advocating for them since I was around 16 years old. <laughs> I love senior citizens. I think they are the group that is not protected. I know for sure children are not protected. And that's another group that I advocate for. I advocate for uh, their safety. I advocate for them to be educated equally. I I advocate and believe in the possibilities of what children can do when they are in a home that's in an environment that fosters their best, their their most creative sides that challenges their intellect. So if you see me out in the community, it's going to be something dealing with seniors or children or trying to meet the needs of those uh, groups. And of course I can't talk enough about, my desire to help female startups. It, it is, I think is so important um, because, you know, I used to work in a program called even start family literacy. And um, I was the principal of that program. And one of the things they talked about was that the, the mother, the mother is a child's first and best teacher. I never forgot that because I really believe that motto. And when we get moms active when we get moms making their money when we get moms empowered we can change our whole family dynamic and I think that's so important especially in the African American home the Latino home women our voices uh are strong in that area and so that you'll hear some of those things on the show. Lately I've been going through my social media feeds and um, talking about different topics and finding things I want to sh- share on the show. So I'm going to have a time we call uh, My Feed. And those are going to be some topics that I just pull randomly from my social media feeds. And by the way, if you want to follow me on Facebook, as I have a Conversation with Dr. Pope page, Instagram, Conversation with Dr. Pope. I'm also on Facebook as Sheila Pope or let me say this, my page, uh, public figure page is Sheila Pope PhD, Dr. Sheila Pope. Um, so you can follow me there. I'm on Twitter with combo with Dr. Pope. So I'm all over social media and, and on there, I see a lot of things every day. And so I'm going to pull some of those topics from there and you will have an opportunity to, to hear me talk or to speak on those topics and not only me, but I'm going to have guests come on the show. You know, no one wants to hear me rattle on and on. Not even my students. And I, I have a good sense of humor. But, you know, an hour and 20 minutes of just me may be too much. So I want to have guests come on, and they're going to share their ideas and things on different topics that, you know, may be important to us and hopefully would be important to you. Some of those topics that I will talk about also are current topics in politics? I, I ran for city council, Paraland City Council. Now, I did not win, but I had a great time through the process. And I think, not only think, I am, I, I truly believe Paraland is a great place to live. I know that we have a, a, a wonderful, safe city, but the problem that I have with my community is that we don't have women serving in major uh, power, major areas of power and influence. And what I mean by that, in, in our city government, we have some females that serve on the school board, and that is great, fantastic. Yay for that. But I also know we need women on the city council. We need women in other areas about, as judges. We, we I think we have one. Two two judges, I think, and I know we have two uh, females who are in charge of or presidents of local community colleges, or co- not community, local colleges. U of H, I think, Clear Lake has one, and um, I forgot the other college, but there's only two. And so I, I, I'm saying men can serve, men can lead, but so can women. So, you know, you'll hear me on my little soapbox from time to time, talking about women in leadership. And when I talk about women in leadership, you're going to hear me talk about some of the politicians that I and, and community leaders that I work with, I serve under. And let me make sure I'm very clear. I am not on anyone's staff. I strictly volunteer with different um, women who serve the community well. And so I'll talk about them a little bit further as we go along in the show. Also, I'm going to talk about books, my sponsors, my faith walk, and I'm going to stop right there. The faith walk part is, oh my God, I, I, I can't express or share enough how important it is in my journey that I have built a relationship with God. And, you know, knowing his, knowing his voice as I walk this out, I think people assume that you get up in the morning, you just hop out your bed, and you go on and you make money because you say you're an entrepreneur, you're a CEO, and life is just grand. Well, that's not true. There is a lot of hard work behind the scenes before you even hear my voice on a tv show or see me on a tv show or hear me on this radio station there's a lot of work that's gone into my day and i will talk about that as well because i'm not the only person and i want to make sure i'm very clear my my show will be used to talk about men as well who run successful businesses who are community leaders so this is not a pro-female and anti-male show. No, I, I'm going to have guests on um, that I do, I collaborate with, I have partnerships with that I want to get to know more about. And hopefully my audience would like to get to know more about them. So, one of the issues that I have been um, talking about a lot on my social media pages is kind of controversial. And, and I think I need to lay out that early on, too. Some of the topics I may choose to talk about are controversial, uh, maybe, maybe not controversial, maybe, you know, people get passionate about sending their children to school during COVID-19. People are passionate about intimate partner violence. People are passionate about how are they supposed to survive when they cut off a take the unemployment, uh, extra $600 unemployment benefits away from people who need that money. I speak boldly on my topics that I feel are important to me, that I feel that I add to the conversation, but that doesn't mean that everything I say is right. It doesn't mean that everything I say you will agree with, and I hope that you will also call me on things, uh, challenge me on some of the stuff that I say. I'm working on being able to have the show where I can do a live stream while I am doing the show. I think that's so important that I have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to dialogue with me as I do the show, not as an after fact. But even if we have to have conversation after the show and I get a chance to record it on Zoom and then Play part of it from the uh, on my on my Roku channel. By the way, I have a Roku channel called Pope P O P E channel. You can add it on for free on your Roku TV or your Roku device, and you can watch my show, Conversations with Dr. Pope, the television show. Right now, we have filmed the season, and due to COVID, we are uh, just kind of we're on downtime right now, and that was a great thing, so I could do the radio program. You know, um, being a one stop shop is difficult. So, again, we're going to talk about all those things on the show. Today, because it's my first actual show, I'm just kind of giving you a little tidbit about me, what to expect, how I, and I want to, again, encourage you guys to call me. My number is 832. 832- 340-5521. Um, you can also call into the show. And I had that number. I better pull that up. But anyway, you can talk to me via that way. And then, of course, on Facebook, uh, a lot of times people have a lot of back and forth conversation. And you is really healthy and respectful. And that's all I ask for is that we have healthy and respectful conversation between all people. Oh, and another thing I, I talk about that may be a little sticky is this whole notion about you know, Republican versus Democrat, and, um, you know, can we all be friends? Can we work together? I have the notion that if we're gonna serve in a community, you're gonna serve everybody in the community. That includes the independents, the, the Republicans, the Democrats, the whatever else titles they have now for all these groups. But you serve, you serve everyone. So if you can't talk to everyone, you can't fellowship with them. How can you serve them? How can you get to know their needs if you're blind or deaf to the conversation based on political party? I'm, I'm really trying to figure that out right now. And I'm so surprised, and I'm going to talk about this on the show, how many black, African-American, conservative? I mean, uh, I, I, I'm going to talk about this too. I don't understand our terms anymore progressive conservative liberal i am i'm am lost and i'm i'm gonna talk have a whole show on that i think uh, at least a whole seg- segment of the show on that on these terms that we use to do to describe our political identity you know people say your sexual orientation is fluid can our political identification become fluid uh, i'm just saying those are things i want to talk about Good afternoon, this is Dr. Sheila Pope and thanks for joining me for my syndicated show, Conversations with Dr. Pope. Be sure to tune in Monday through Sunday from 2 to 3.20 on the DFW Den Gospel Radio Station. Let's talk! Okay, well I'm back. Let's start the second segment of the show. I want to talk about one of the projects and guests that I'm going to have come on the show. I am co-authoring a book with Tony Anderson. Good afternoon, this is Dr. Sheila Pope and thanks for joining me for my syndicated show, Conversations with Dr. Pope. Be sure to tune in Monday through Sunday from 2 to 3.20 on the DFW Den Gospel Radio Station. Let's talk! She is one of my boss ladies and boss ladies is a Facebook group that I founded in October, October 24th of 2017. I founded the Facebook group because I am an entrepreneur and I found this journey to be very lonely. And what I mean by lonely, I'm not saying, you don't have a bunch of entrepreneurs you can talk to, but I'm talking about, you know, like now I'm recording this show. My kids are laying down because they were up late last night and I have a quiet time to move and to do what I need to do. And I'm taking full advantage of it. Well, sometimes as an entrepreneur, you find yourself working alone a lot. And yeah, we're very creative and, and sometimes you need to bounce your ideas off of someone. Sometimes you just need to know that someone else understands that your quarter, you have not made any sales and you're concerned without telling you something negative. So, I created Boss Ladies as a way for me. Yeah, it was a selfish move. <laughs> a way for me to have an opportunity to talk to other women who were doing the same thing that I am doing. Meaning we are growing our startups. We're growing our established businesses. And in that, on that journey, it helps to have a group of people who think like you, who um, can share their ideas. Well, when I first created the group, I had already known Tony um, before. Because Tony and I uh, go a long way back. I used to work with her husband, uh, Daryl, that she lovingly calls Andy. Um, You'll hear more about that from her on the show. I work with him. I think I was 19 when I, 19 or so when I met him, maybe a little older, but anyway, I met him working at uh, Spring Branch Hospital. Mm -hmm. And we worked in the food service area together. Yes, we worked in the rehab facility and we uh, gave the food, we served the food on the food line to the patients. And during that time, I, I spoke with him more than I spoke with her. But over the years, I had bought my first home around the corner from them. And she kept my son. And she also did my taxes. Because Tony, as long as I've known her, has always been on her grind to have a successful business. And I have mad respect for her because she's consistently uh, kept her faith going and the idea that she was going to be an entrepreneur and that's another thing we have in common she's a christian too and we can not only talk about business from just practical aspects but from a christian perspective i tell you it it helps to have someone that understands that when people treat you poorly you want to get at them and you, you have someone that says to you now is that what you know we're not talking about what would jesus do just is that the right thing you know that cliche. What would Jesus do? Well, I've fallen short of that many times. <laughs> so, Tony had uh, saw one of my projects for another client, a digital ebook I helped edit and helped her produce, and she said she loved it and she wanted to do an ebook with me. And we thought, okay, what a better way to do this was for us to come together and write a book. Well, that was. Last year, Tony and I said we were going to do this. And as business women, we got busy. We got so busy that we didn't put the book in the forefront of our life. And so with anything in business, you have to make it a priority in order to see the thing go from seed, from vision to seed to manifestation. So she and I started meeting and we said, Hey, we haven't done the stuff for the book. And, I said you're right. Uh, she and I are acting as each other's accountability partner as well in this project. Now let me just tell you, Tony's been busy. She and I were now having our Zoom meetings, and so she's gonna come on the show. She was supposed to. Be, I was supposed to get her some questions for our interview, and she was gonna be on this week. Well, last week, but you know, I got behind, and so I also realized I couldn't ask her questions for the interview until I had done my part so I've been up the last two days writing and I mean writing and researching and adding and hyperlinking one of my areas is STEM. I love technology Um, I have a school Dr. STEM and Liberal Arts Academy and it's online we're offering online courses now and it's stem courses I'm helping other people learn how to use technology especially teachers that's some of the new classes I'm offering but anyway Tony said, okay, yeah, let's, let's do the the uh, interview for the radio program. And I said, well, let me get the book going. Let me get my chapters. Cause she wrote, mm, I think about two chapters, maybe a little bit more. And, and I, I love what she has, but you know, Tony is the just the facts girl. And I am the, you know, I'm going to tell you everything that Tony probably won't say cause she's just too nice and and didn't want to paint a bad light about being an entrepreneur. I am going to tell you the down and dirty of it. (laughs) And so I was writing my chapter and I said, oh, okay, now, now I can have questions to ask Tony because when she comes on the show, I want us to, we're going to talk about, you know, the process of writing, the process of being friends because I wanted to make sure I stressed with her. I didn't want to lose our friendship." I don't have very many friends, and the ones I have who are close, I want to keep them, and I don't want money or, a biz, or, or this book to be a problem, and she, she and I both agree that, you know, the friendship is more important than the book, but having her have such dependence on my part, and I love how she has really, like, really stepped up her game on writing, she's challenged, she's enjoying it, and she's like, okay, let's let's get this thing done a little faster, and I'm like, are you sure? She said, yeah, well, she said, hey, can you get something to me? I said, well, by August the 1st, I will have my section, my part of the book done, and uh, today is July the 27th, and I'm still working on it, but on Saturday, oh, she's gonna have, before Saturday, she's gonna have a file of you know, our, a sample of our book, we're going to publish first on Apple. Um, and then we're going to move to Kindle and then we're going to move to actual books. I am an actual book publisher. And so we're going to do that. why I said, she's depending on me to do my part. We're in a, we're in a partnership now where I'm the publisher and the co-writer and she is an author and I'm loving it, but we are still during our businesses, Tony is the CEO of Cruises by Tony, and I have to say, I'm looking forward to also just getting a little bit of her, you know, information on the cruise line. Tony knows all things about cruises, and I, you know, I have never gone on a cruise, never. So, I think that I think you guys are going to love having her on. She's going to be my first guest. I have another guest coming on. Malayla speaks. She is right now. She's traveling. She's she called me a I missed her call from the United Kingdom. She and I are going to talk about her travels and what had you know what caused her to step out to do her travel. She's in the media business as well. And so I'm um, again this is a group I founded, Boss Ladies, and it's 239 members. It's free, it's small. But the purpose of the group is to share our experiences as business women, as entrepreneurs. Like, what is it like to run a company, to start a company from the ground up and build? What things do you run into and you experience while you're doing that? And our book is talking about what do startups need to know when they're starting their business. And so, I don't have a, we don't have a title yet. We haven't agreed upon that yet. So, when I get the title, you'll know. When it's up, you know, when we got it out there, you'll know. I'm going to always uh, probably talk about that until that project is done. And then I have another book that I'm writing, and this one is on my own personal life. I had a major crisis happen in 2019. It it made me stop and sit down for a minute. And, and anybody who knows me knows I go, 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 go. I have a million balls going in the air at one time, and I just go... And uh, God has blessed me with a lot of energy and creativity and energy. And so in that, when this thing happened, I had to stop. I had to literally stop, regroup, talk to God about what's the plan. How do I move forward? How do I pick the pieces up and, and keep it moving? And so I'm going to share in that book what happened, how I managed to pick the pieces up and, and get moving. Actually, I was working on it, and I wanted to have it done. But Tony kind of came in and, you know, with with this book and said, "Hey, you were supposed to be doing this book with me a year ago. Let's keep our priorities straight." And I'm grateful for her because, again, you need accountability partners in business. We need accountability partners in our walk in, in our walk in faith. You know, there are a lot of things that come your way that you might want to compromise your principles, compromise your standards. In business and in your personal life, in your spiritual walk, and uh, it's a it's a battle every day to make the tough choices. So we're going to talk about that in our book. So that's one of the two of the projects that I have coming up, and also I had I formed a group when when I realized that Boss Ladies, the Facebook group, was really content. <laughs> on just being a group that talked on Facebook, and we would meet um, sometimes and have meetings, and, I, and, I, and I'll share some of the things we've done. You can see it on my television show, on the Roku channel, P-O-P-E, uh, on the Roku channel, Pope. Yes, my last name, building an empire, building a brand. <laughs> anyway, um, we would have our annual vision board party. And in that I realized that I needed to take the Boss Ladies Facebook group and take it offline and have it become the Boss Ladies professional network. And that group is totally different. It is not it's a, a, a paid membership. It's a networking uh it's a professional association. And in that, I work with my desire is to work with women who want to Seek out contracts, not just seek them. We are applying, actively looking, putting our resources together to say, hey, here's a contract through the city. Here's a contract through Harris County. Here's a contract uh, that's through the Department of Family Protective Services. What can you do in your company that I can do? Because my business is, the my business, the resource center is, A HUB, which is historically underutilized business, is certified as a HUB business. What can my business do and and, and collaborate with your business to help us secure this contract? And when we put our resources and talents together, we can do mighty things. We can bring in what I call generational wealth. I want to leave, as the Bible says, a legacy and inheritance for my children's children. When Bill Gates dies, no one in his family will say, Ooh, we don't know how we're going to make it. Not one. When Warren Buffett passes away, no one in his family is going to say, What's going to happen to us? Matter of fact, Warren Buffett has already told his children, he's given them a certain amount, and then the rest he's already given to Bill Gates to put into charity. Now, that's when you know you have intergenerational wealth, When you can give your children their inheritance while you are alive and give the rest of the money you're going to make to charity. Okay? So my desire is also to be able to do that with my family. And Boss Ladies Professional Network is created for just that. To meet other women who are sharp, ambitious, serious about making money don't we don't hide the fact that we love money i know a lot of people say the love of money is uh in and it's destruction and it's evil that is not true because according to the bible money is also the answer to all things so you need money in this world it's currency you need it you don't need it to be uh to mistreat people but you need it to take care of your needs and to help beyond those needs to help take care of the things that god Ask you to help take care of through partnerships and collaborations. So in that group, I'm looking for women who are go-getters, who are PhDs, who are, don't have a degree but have their own business. They are the ones who are the uh, founders. Because if you're a nonprofit, you never own it. You are the founder and the one that you know, runs it from day to day. I'm looking for those women who want to do more. Than just talk online. I want those women. When we have a political candidate. That we want to see run. Female or male. But preferably female. We're going to put our money together. And, and get a pact. And say hey we support you. That's what I see us doing. I see us supporting. And moving. And making major decisions. In a lot of arenas. But that that's a unique group of women. And that takes. Women who are willing to put their money where their mouth is. And I love the Boss Ladies. The Boss Ladies, you know, they they like, we love to share our experiences. And that's one thing. But how you take your experiences and move and elevate to the next level, that's another thing. And that's why I created and founded the Boss uh, Ladies Professional Network. So those are two of my projects that I founded, Boss Ladies and Boss Ladies Network. And again, I make no Bones about it. I am definitely. I love working with female. I love uh, supporting female business owners. I uh, I help business owners with their paperwork. But I mean, paperwork. And let me stop right there. I have another nonprofit called the Next Move Re- Reentry Program, and this is also another program that's near and dear to me. But I'm gonna be very honest. It has been one of the Hardest and most difficult things I'm doing, and I think because I'm out of my comfort zone. I'm way out of my comfort zone. I have to trust God with this one completely. I think with boss ladies, you know, that's me. That's a, these women are like an extension or a mirror of myself. Well, next move, re-entry program. These are ex-offenders, non-violent ex-offenders that I am trying my best to, to start an entrepreneurship class To help them do the same thing I'm doing with the boss ladies, but these are ex-offenders. It is different because ex-offenders, once they get the the jacket of a felon, it is so hard to get a traditional job. It's hard to get a place to live. There are so many barriers that you have to face and overcome once you get your label for life. And so I want to make a difference in that population. And one of the things I found I can do right now, without a building, without anything uh, that costs me a lot of money, is to share their stories. And I was so blessed to have Beria Steptoe. She came on the show and she talked about her life, and it's, the, the show was phenomenal. Um, and what I and still, you know, she is right now my uh, coordinator for the program she resource coordinator there's that's not anything I can that I can ask Viria uh, Miss Steptoe about the HIV um, re-entry area she knows her stuff and so I have a uh, her as a resource to help me and so what we are trying to do now we've been trying we, we got a partnership with uh, an organization to help us with the building, but their building was damaged. And so we've been waiting on that and then COVID-19 hit. And so I haven't been able to use the building. And so at this point, you know, I I just feel like I'm in a standstill, but I have been able to share her story. I've now partnered with another uh, business owned by an ex-offender and um, we're partnering to do some other work as well. So I am, and I also have uh, helped my first client in that area get his uh, LLC for his business. Th- that is so important because once, again, an ex-offender, a woman, uh, anyone can own and control their destiny, life changes. And so I'm glad that I've been utilized in that aspect. So back to boss ladies, what I help any woman or any person with a startup, I help you do if you want to do a 501c3, I help you do the paperwork for that. I help you file it with the IRS. I know people say, oh my business is a nonprofit, Dr. Poe. And I say, do you have your IRS letter? What letter? The one that the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service says you are a nonprofit or charity. If the IRS is not designated you as a nonprofit you are not really a nonprofit in Texas you can pay $25 for the form with the Secretary of State and everybody says that's what I pay and now I'm a nonprofit yeah well don't tell the IRS that don't go raising no funds <laughs> and you don't have that IRS um, designated form you also need that form when you go and you open a bank account for your business so you know you can't have a storehouse for your treasures. If you don't have your paperwork in art, that's that's first. And so I help um, startups get their EIN number. EIN, your Secretary of State filing, all of that I can help you do and more. I do websites. We do it all. But I, I don't really want to do any more websites, so I, I shouldn't even say that. But I can, okay? <laughs> but my point is, in this segment, it was supposed to be about what are some of my projects and my projects that I am passionately working on for is building is the book with Tony, my personal book, and then Boss Ladies Professional Network and the next move reentry program, and then my online school. Oh my God! I had the honor July I think uh, the second was the uh, first. Week that I had, I started offering my online classes and I'm telling you, oh, loved it. I had been teaching six months um, online um, for another organization and I love it. But I also decided, you know, I like to, again, I'm a woman that wants to control my own destiny. And let me say for all the Christians listening, when I say control, I am very well aware that God is in control of my life. But when I say, when I'm talking about control, I'm talking about every day we have a conscious decision to make. Do we work for someone or do we work for ourselves? Do I bet on a company or do I bet on me? I've decided three years ago, I'm going to bet on me and God. If, if he tells me to keep moving in this direction, I'm going to do it. Now, last year, and I, and I still will, I will take a different contracts to supplement my income. I, I believe in multiple streams of income but I will not work 40 plus hours at another job and sacrifice my business. There is a huge difference in working and taking some contracts that that, you know, are temporary versus just going back to becoming an employee. And so in that I love the fact that at this point I can make decisions for me. And when I decided to move to, to offer my online classes, I had to find the right platform. I tried that uh, ooh seven, maybe eight years ago to do another program with another company. and that the company I was trying to link up with great people, but he didn't have he did not have the platform. When you' did it with online, you have to have a lot of things in place to make things happen. And so I started using the outschool platform. And it has worked well so far. I create my own classes. I create my content. I own my content. And I teach my classes. So when students get online with me, I'm there. Actually live, via Zoom, engaged. All our classes are recorded. The It's a safe place that's for parents to have their children come on. Uh, we get background checked. I love that. And then I... The way it works is that they're a distributor for my courses. So now, Dr. Pope's STEM and Liberal Arts Academy has, is offering online STEM classes, and we're also offering adult classes. I'll be launching that this week. Uh, it, it is a process to build it, your online, your online class, and so I'm so grateful for OutSchool. I not have to do all that. They already had everything together. I have to just create my classes and put them out there for the world to partake. I've had students from New York um, and Florida, Texas, and I am, oh, I just love it because you realize that e-commerce takes you all over. I've taught kids in Hong Kong. I am, just the idea, I can sit at my desk, do a radio show, film a TV show, talk talk to students in Hong Kong all from one location is mind-boggling but it's not if you embrace the internet. It's not if you embrace technology. And thank God, I love both. <laughs> and so again, when I had my first online class, I just did my little dance because I could not believe I taught a student how to use Adobe Spark. That was my first my designing um Designing an interactive show and tell video with Adobe Spark is my first class that I provided online. And to have a student engage to see their parents and to have that verbal interaction and to see his face light up, and then to have, and he was a young student, and then to have another student as she created her video, she would dance, and I could see her just really relishing in what she created in less than 20 minutes you know the class is only 45 minutes long and so I love that I'm able to do that and then a parent said well Dr. Pope if you're offering for my daughter can you offer classes for me and she checked back in with me the other day and said hey I'm still waiting on that class and I said yes and so that moved me to say let me move to my adult classes too so I'm so grateful that Again, I'm able to do what I do, teach in different formats. And so it's so much fun. And I'm hoping if you're an entrepreneur and you have like me with the next move, you said I do not know how I'm going to get a building. First of all, I'll pull this up off the I have a thing on it I pulled from the internet yesterday. The real estate right now, people are not paying these leases. They can't do the COVID-19. People are not going to work. Uh, Yahoo, excuse me, Google just said today, announced that their workers are not going back to the building until uh, 2021, okay? Next year. They're letting their workers work remotely. So this is the new way that if you're looking for a business to do a a real estate, a piece of property, a front to do your business, oh, I believe you're going to be able to get, Prices real cheap if you can just hang on in there. But if you're in the middle of paying a lease and you're not able to have anyone come in your building, you have a restaurant. This is this is a this is a critical time for a lot of people. And I'm gonna go back to having your paperwork. If you have all your paperwork done and and, and in order, you could have applied for some of this SBA money that was going around. This PPE money. Um, those are some of the things that you can do when you have your paper, your business legally registered as a business entity. And that's why it's so important that we have programs like myself and other businesses too that help startups get their things done the right way. When I say the right way, legally. You cook, you great making cakes and everything. But when they ask you about how you receive your payments. you talk talking about Cash App. No, we, we need to go beyond the Cash App. You need Zelle. You need to, you need ways that other companies can pay you where you can receive credit cards and all those things through your business, not through your personal name, through your business because you are separate from your business. And, and again, that's a whole workshop, you know, but I'm just saying to you now that it is so vital that we learn how to do business in the right way. So when money like this is out there for us to go and partake of, we can apply because we have everything they ask for. We're not trying to scramble and then get the form that you need. I was on a workshop line uh, with the Harris County. They had some free money, a grant, And I was listening because I'm a part of People United Summit. I volunteer with them. And I was saying, well, let me see what I can do. Helping us get another a grant, and I because I can't do business. I can't get that money because my business is not in Harris County. I work in Harris County. I mean, I have contracts, but I can I don't live there, so my, and my business rather is not there. And they want your business address. So anyway, long story short, they were asking people were saying if your if your business does not have a letter saying you're in good standing with the Texas comptroller, you can't get that money. And people were like, what what letter? Well, if you, are, if you have a, a sales tax permit through the comptroller's office or if you have a non-profit and you have a letter, you know, you give you letters now saying you can, you know, buy stuff without paying your taxes on there because of your, your charity. All that stuff comes through the comptroller's office. In every quarter, you pay your, ta- your sales tax. If you don't have that, guess what? You're getting a, a bill. <laughs> and if you keep, failing to do and file your taxes and all that stuff, they will say you're not in good standing. They will even go as far as to tell people on record, your business is no longer a business in the state of Texas. So it's a lot to run a business in um, Texas. It's a lot to run a small business. And and that's why it's so important that we have these conversations um, via the radio, via workshops, all this stuff. So part of the Next Move re-entry program, I got hung up on, I need a building, I need a building. I said the same for my school. God, where is a building, where is a building? I got very frustrated. And then one day, it when I ran across our school, it was like, now, you don't need a building. You need to work your school from home, You are a legitimate business. You have legitimate students. Go forward, and that's what I'm doing. And I'm encouraging you. Don't let certain barriers, any barriers, stop you. Some may prolong you. Some may hold you back a little bit, but don't let them keep you in the the excuse mode. Well, I want to do that business, but I don't have a bill. If you have money right now, you can get you some good real estate right now. But you got to have a lot of faith with that because with COVID, we don't know what's going to happen from day to day, month to month right now. So I'm not saying go out and get a lease. I'm saying you have money to buy a building, buy the building. It's the difference between leasing and buy. If you have enough money to invest when you can pay your lease up for the year and you're not worried, go that route. Because then you're not trying to struggle to pay the rent every month. Just tips, just things to think about. All right, so that's enough about my projects, about my business. Uh, Let's get to sponsors. I love being on the radio. I love having my show. But one of the things that I'm working on in this year, this quarter, is getting sponsorships and having people advertise on my Facebook, advertising on my show, and advertising on the radio show. If you feel that this show is reaching your audience, your target audience, then you need to advertise your business with me. You need to let me help you promote your business small, big. This is the time to get in on the show when it's new, when it hasn't, you know, went to the, its next level and and the advertising fees and prices are <laughs> very reasonable. Um, it is, it's so important. Again, people say, oh, I love your show. Mm-hmm. But I asked do you want to advertise on that? Well, I don't know. I make commercials for other people. Someone asked, without the public can you do a commercial for me? Yes, I can. I have, you know, we have, uh, the show, we have all access to the camera. I'm a producer. So I'm an editor. I know how to do all that stuff, but people don't want to pay like, you're a real show or a real producer I think they think because they know me it's like well shouldn't you do it for a lot less well you try getting your show your business on a regular like let's say child 13 with a little bit of money let's say $150 you won't be on there at all it costs a lot of money to advertise your business on traditional television shows with digital platforms, it's not as expensive. So I'm asking you to consider. advertising your Advertise your business. Advertise your product. Come sit on the show with me. Let's talk about your product. Let's talk about those things and let's make it happen with small, uh, no, I don't say small, reasonable fees for advertisement. And again, if you're interested in that, my number is 832 340 And also, I haven't given my um, uh, email out. If you want to reach me for uh, anything, Conversations with Dr. Pope. Now, let's not use that one. Let's use Pope. Pope's uh, Pope resources at gmail.com. You know, when you have so many emails, you have so many things. This is another thing in business. You know, trying to narrow your life down to the easiest things, the way that people communicate with you, all of that, it takes so much. Uh, While I'm looking up my own email, giving you to make sure I got the, the right one, I'm giving you my number, and yes, I will answer the phone. I want to also uh, move on. Okay. So my email Pope's P-O-P-E-S Resource Center at gmail.com. The other one I was going to give you is conversations with Dr Pope at gmail.com. So since the show is conversations with Dr. Pope at gmail.com, I mean <laughs> conversationswithdrpope, with Dr. Pope, should be relatively easy to remember the email. Conversations, that's an S now. With Dr. Pope. And it's D-R. Not D-O-C. Conversations. With Dr. Pope. At gmail.com. Alright. So there you go. I gave you my email. And on the television show. I have it on on the prompter. So. um, Now. I'm learning a new medium. And I want to stop. And take the time out. To say thank you. To Kendall. Henderson. And his wife. For. Allowing me. To use. The. To become a part of the DFW Den radio station. Oh my God! You know, I'm, I'm excited about what we're doing. I'm excited that Kendall was very patient with me because he wanted this show last week. Um, but I, I, I'm a creator. I have to be able to get in the headspace to do what I do, and to give him several shows, one for every day of the week, is is a lot. So I, I had to one learn how to Um, do my own setup, how to record the show, how to edit the show. I do all of that live, and then we rebroadcast it on the radio station. So I'm right now doing a live show in my my kitchen, (laughs) and I forgot to turn on my camcorder. I was supposed to be recording myself. So you know what? I need to turn that on and record myself doing the last part of the show. And then he's going to put it on every day. And the show comes on every day from 2 to 3.20. And that's why I said, when I have a guest, the show will, you know, move, I think, faster. But just listen to me for an hour and 20 minutes. Mm, that's a lot. So, I, I want to make sure I thank him, though, for this opportunity. You You have to remember, those people who help you get to where you're going, you know, be grateful. And he... In that, he gave me an opportunity to give you guys. If you want to get your your own show, and you want to have airtime, he's uh allowed me to do a special for a hundred and fifty dollar fee uh for you guys to come in and get your airtime. You have to let him know that I sent you. So give him my name, Pope P O P E. If you want to partake in that hundred and fifty dollar uh, special he's running, so you guys can. Uh, if you have a desire in your heart to do a radio program, make it happen. i I thought about doing the radio show at Houston Media Center because, Media Source, excuse me, Houston Media Source, because that's where I'm a producer. But I could not see myself sitting there every day for an hour and a half. I'm, I would not be consistent. I'm, I'm too busy. So this format, digital, allows me to do my show in the best way that I can. And I'm using for the first time a program called Audacity. It's a free source. I'm using it to record the radio program. You know when God is in it because he just puts stuff right in your lap so you won't have any excuses, you know, because I'm one of those people who would say, well, God, I would do it, but I don't have this. And so he said, nah, I got got your, your head now in the right space for it. You have a podcast. By the way, I do have a podcast called Boss Ladies Podcast. Dr. Pope is on SoundCloud and Apple. Apple Podcast. So, and I have a blog too. So, you see, I'm everywhere. But this radio program, I can see how God is going to use me to help a lot of people. To to help them figure out how can they live their live their truth, live their their best life. I I think this is going to be a great way for me to do it. Now I want to move on to another topic and I'm going to take a break here and then we're going to get into talking about Kanye West alright Good afternoon, this is Dr. Sheila Pope and thanks for joining me for my syndicated show Conversations with Dr. Pope be sure to tune in Monday through Sunday from 2 to 3.20 on the DFW then Gospel Radio Station. Let's talk. Okay, I am back. You know, I, now I do not have a sponsorship with Coca-Cola, but I love me some Coke. So it is time for me to get the Coke out, Coca-Cola, in the can. <laughs> and it's time to talk about another topic and my my. The topic I said I was going to talk about today is Kanye West. And this is a, the segment called My Feed. Now, I've been on my, my uh, Facebook uh, talking to my little 4,000 and something friends uh, about Kanye West. And you know what I find to be very... Um, let me say this first. this is not a, My show is not a gossip show. Now, I'm talking about a topic with Kanye West not to gossip. But to talk about the mental health aspect and Af- for especially in the African American community. I am an LPC intern, licensed professional counselor intern. I am a certified school counselor and so I'm I'm also a, I've been a therapist. So I find it very interesting that you know, we as African Americans do not like to talk about. We've been told since day one what happens in our house stays in our house and you don't talk about things in your school, your 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 mom's personal life, you know. That is a no-no in our community. And I understand why because you know, when you live in a system where things can be taken uh, against and used against you later, it is vital that we teach our kids what to say and what not to say in the in outside of our homes. I I understand why we have that in our culture. However, we also need to uh, admit that we need to be able to talk to our kids and our family members about seeking counseling services, seeing a therapist. Kanye West, when he had his first meltdown, when his mom passed, everybody said, oh man, Kanye lost his mind. You know, Kanye suffered a trauma and do you know how many of us suffer traumas every day in our families? We see our relatives going to jail. We see our, our dads, you know, the dad that goes to the store and never come back. Yeah, that one. Uh, that's trauma. We, we see when our moms are, are being physically abused. That's trauma. We, see, we hear about our relatives being molested or touched. And that's trauma. It's a lot of trauma goes on in the African American community just to to be born with the skin we're in. Almost it's traumatic because once you realize that somebody points out to you that you are no longer just Sheila, you're you're the black girl, you're the black loud girl, you're the you know. Once you the labels start to pour on, yeah, you start to see yourself differently, and then. Those are the things that later may cause us to need to see a counselor. So when Kanye West's mother passed, we we thought, okay, he's going to be all right. And of course, you think with all the money and the resources, surely he's getting some help. But as we can see, Kanye, like every other person in America, feels like his creativity is tied to his manic states. And there are a lot of people who are very creative and they juggle a fine line between walking on genius creativity to mental illness. Really, it's a very fine line. I think people who have a lot of high intelligence, extremely bright people, can teeter-totter on that line all the time because their mind is constantly going. They see things differently. That's what makes them who they are They see the world, feel the world differently. Um, Our sensitivities are different. And I think the way we have groomed our black uh, boys early on, we groomed them to be strong, not to show emotion, not to cry. All of those things cause them as men to, as T.D. Jake says, hide in plain sight. And what I mean by that, they go withdraw to a man cave, they withdraw to their safe space and they're standing right in front of you. They're there. And that's why when they say, I'm going to the store, and they don't come back, you we didn't know <laughs> that he was gone for good. He did. He didn't tell you, he didn't show a sign. He didn't, you know, give you any hints, people always say. But he was tired and the stress and he made the choice. I'm gonna live freely. And with that, I think with Kanye, um, Kanye has had an ego. He doesn't hide that. He He's very confident in knowing who he is. But when your world, your centerpiece, his mother, transitioned, I think a shift happened with him, and he was not prepared for it. And, you know, people on my Facebook are quick to blame his wife. Well, When is it not blamed on the mother or the wife when something goes wrong? I'm not saying Kim Kardashian that, that being on TV, the camera, if that does that, that doesn't add extra stress to his life. I'm sure it does having a wife that is very open with sharing her body. uh, You know, she, she makes her money on uh, sharing her, her life. He knew that going into that relationship, but I imagine That is hard knowing that when people see your wife, they're they're lusting after your wife or whatever the case may be. But I think me on the outside looking in, I think she loves Kanye. I think what most people don't want to talk about is who in the world can manage a man with his ego, his resources and have him sit down somewhere and get mental health treatment. I don't care if she was purple. That is a hard role to feel, especially when you're not used to dealing with mental health disorders. Kanye went from, I'm sure this guy, she like creative loved and, you know, seemed okay. And then his mom passed. And I think he slowly evolved and started changing. And again, he's probably always been bipolar. He has, he has admitted he's diagnosed bipolar, but, he probably was able to manage because he didn't have stress level. He has today. He started his shoe company, um, his clothing line. He's been adding on to what he's doing. He's expanding. And in that expansion, you stay up later. You, you, you have more stresses, more money. Um, when he had his meltdown, when he couldn't pay his concerts, he canceled all those concerts. They were threatening to sue him. I mean, we don't, we don't live in his bubble, but, I love the fact that he is. his life is at a a level where we can see how important it is to teach our black men, hey, it's okay to express yourself. Not on Twitter. He needs to come off of Twitter. Now, he was trying to divorce somebody. He wanted to divorce his wife. I posted he needed to divorce Twitter. Twitter and social media is not the place for you to air out when you have mental health issues. It's not your friend. But again, he's in a culture where who tells Kanye to put his phone down? I'm sure many have tried. But uh, I think seeing him at this point, at this level, it magnifies the need for families to sit down and talk with our children, our black boys, our men, and our families, and ourselves to say, Hey, this could have been avoided, maybe, if he would just if he or others would get medication early on. And Kanye said that when he takes his medicine, he doesn't like the side effects. He gets he gains weight and it, it messes with his um creativity, his energy level. I understand that. Uh it used to be a time where I could stay up and I, I can still do it depending on what I call my zones. Where I'm up, I can stay up from 9 p.m. to 4 or 5 a.m. and write books, write, edit dissertations, you know, high energy. Go, 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 go. But as I've gotten older, my kids have gotten older, demands outside of my normal has grown. Uh, The business demands have grown. I can't do that anymore. And I have to now rest when I'm tired. I have to go lay down when my body says it won't go. And I think Kanye has not figured out how to do that. And I also understand when you feel like you're at your best and you're creative, most creative to have meds just bring you down. I can understand why he doesn't want to take his pills, but he has to, because when you have mental health issues, it impacts everyone in your home. Your children notice when, you know, we used to say in my family, if someone was, uh, you know, we didn't have a term bipolar back then, we would just say, Oh, she's in one of her moods. You know, when people would withdraw and just kind of stay in their room, they were depressed. We didn't know depression. We just thought, hmm. Sometimes she's happy. Sometimes she's real sad. Just leave them, leave them alone. Uh, that's what we would say in my family. Now, now after I've had, you know, gotten my doctorate in psychology and studied, got my master's in counseling, I I know the terms for what's happening with people. But that doesn't mean it makes it any easier to talk to your loved ones and say, you know, okay, I'm talking to you now as Dr. Pope. No one wants to hear that. My my family is like, hey, we need you to go sit down because now you think you're better than us because you have your credentials and you want to tell us all what's wrong with us. No, I'm saying I can see some things and maybe we need to get you to go get some help. Because your stuff is now impacting my stuff. And so I've learned uh, last year, what, 2017? I learned myself that, man, anxiety can be a battle for me. I, I never even thought about anxiety. You know, anxiousness? Worry? What? That's a black woman's, like, that's what she sleeps in. She wears a coat of, I'm worried, you know. Uh, A lot of people say, oh, well, if you trust in God, you're not worried. I don't don't know where all these sayings come from. I trust God with my life, but I am human. And when things don't look right, and I can say the word, confess the word, I still have worries. And those worries, when they get to a point where you have just, like, given in to them, your anxiety levels can go way high. And in 2017... My anxiety level went way high and I had to stop and sit down and say, wait a minute. Hey, your mind is going faster than your body. Sit down, relax, get yourself together. It's okay if you need to go and sit down and talk to someone else that doesn't look like you, that's not in our culture. I would suggest if you have a problem with that, you try to find a therapist that is in our community. But not all the time are African-American um, therapists uh, ready to available, you know, on some of these platforms that they have for us to go and see uh, psychiatrists and therapists. You have to make an effort to go and find a, a therapist of color. But they are there. We're here. And you, you need to sit down and have that, make that appointment. Uh, there's no amount of money that you can pay to keep a peace of mind. When I look at Kanye, I think, wow, this man has made millions, and he is miserable. The one thing I did glean from this is that when he came to Christ, and he came to Lakewood, he did a great concert. Uh, I watched it online. I didn't get the tickets. I'm a member, but I didn't get the tickets. And I watched it live online. He did a phenomenal job. And I could see where his gifts and how God is, you know, moving in more in the Christian arena. But I still like Kanye the rapper too now. So I'm just saying, I, I can see where, why he's under such attack. You know, when you're trying to bring young people into, to a whole new platform of knowing God at his level, bringing in new people and introducing them to, 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 Christian principles uh, through the music. Yeah. Well, there's bound to be some stuff that happens. And I just think Kanye uh, he needs a strong support system. And it was, it's good to see him, and on social media that Dave Chappelle is reaching out. Uh, Kevin Hart, there are other black men coming in to say to him, we have your back. I think, again, we give Kim Kardashian a, a bum rap because she's not a sister. And we think that if he would have been with a black woman, things might have been different. Or been with a woman he was with prior, things would have been different. Bipolar does not care who your mate is. Bipolar disorder does not care about your wealth. It doesn't care. I work with teens uh, when I was working at in High School. They were diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And they were so aware of their, their, their um, mental health issues. They were, they were able to voice it. And they knew they needed their medication. And I was like, now that's empowerment. That's what we need to have our kids saying. I've worked at colleges as a counselor. I, I've seen it from everywhere. When, when we can name our problem and we can own it and then get the treatment, that's where the turn starts. It's not about the color of your mate, the, the income level. It's about you owning and being consistent and taking your meds and doing your treatment and working your plan. We, we have to be okay, though, in our culture, in our community, and talking about the plan, and talking about the medicine. I know so many African American moms who are against medication. I am one who is for medication. When my kids were diagnosed with uh, ADHD, I didn't run around talking about, oh, I'm shocked, oh, my God, I'm going to pray him out of that. No, I said, get the medication immediately. I can still pray <laughs> I I need every bit of tools that I can have at the school to make sure they stay in school that the paperwork everything is in place for them to have a safety net so as a mom we are you know we have to we can't we we have to teach our kids that maybe you're dealing with anxiety maybe you're dealing with depression maybe you're dealing with give them the labels and help them get comfortable in knowing that they may have it and once they get diagnosed Let them know that there's no shame in saying that, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I believe. And, yes, I have some mental health issues. And I want to treat them because many of our men are self-medicating. Men and women are self-medicating. And that's how we get our kids who are using drugs early on, drinking early on. They're trying to calm the things that are going on mentally with chemicals that are not were not created to help them with their mental health. As a matter of fact, it sends and spirals them into uh, a worse area. I don't even want to talk about Bobby and Whitney because you know we got plenty, plenty, plenty of folks we can talk about who probably had diagnosed mental health disorders and they medicated, self medicated, um, instead of handling it, you know, the right way. And again, this is not a judgment. This is me saying on the show. In the in the last segment is that in social media, you know, people, including myself, we you know we laugh and say, okay, well, Kanye really did he say that? But as he said more and more, I realized and I put my hat on my counselor hat on. I say, he just needs his medication, and once he gets his meds, he's gonna come back to himself. He's gonna be able to talk to his wife. He doesn't need a divorce. He needs to sit down and get off Twitter, and he needs to talk to her about those issues he talked about on social media. Why do people feel comfortable talking on social media about their private business and not talking to the one they love? Who knows? Who knows? But that's all part about conversations. You know, we we have to be able to be heard and we have to listen in a conversation. So that was one of the things that um, I wanted to talk about. And also, one last thing on that topic. I think Kanye's... uh, breakdown is also it has many Christians looking at well if he knows God and he's a Christian now you know why hadn't he gotten cured bipolar disorder is not something you're going to cure it's a chemical it's a chemical imbalance in the, in the body this is but he can pray for peace he can pray for all those things and work that system meaning medication and treatment and changing his lifestyle up, de-stressing his life but being a Christian does not exempt us from any of the things that's happening in our body chemically. Those things are natural. He's given that he gave somebody, a doctor, a great idea to cure it, not to cure it, excuse me, but to treat it with a pill. Sometimes we just take the pill. Just take the pill. <laughs> you know, in Morpheus. The red of the pill or the blue pill. Take your pill and go on about your business. the the, the sneaky part about mental health issues are you feel good while you're on your meds, and you think you're better, and then you get off the meds, and you find out no, you need your meds because you will slowly go back into that hole, that dark hole that you came out of without your meds. So, whew, I've talked a lot for my first show. I hope, I hope you guys have got gained something, got a little information about me. You learned about my business. You learned about what I plan to talk about because this show can't be just about me. I'm going to have other people come on and talk and and it's going to take some time. And if you want to be on the show, email me again. Email me at conversationswithdrpope at gmail.com. Call 832-340-5521 and say, hey, Dr. Pope. I want to come on the show. I want to talk to you about some things, and you know, I feel like we can talk and have. You got some good stuff you want to talk about in the segment. And listen, with COVID, we don't have to come in the in my living room. We can get on Zoom and have the conversation. We're going to be recorded. We do it as an MP3, recorded live, and then we rebroadcast it. And if the thing is really good, I'm going to put it on my show, my television show, as well. So we will have it on TV, Roku Pope P O P E and on the DFWDN Gospel Radio station. So with that, I, I want to wrap up my day today. And then I cuz I got to make another show for tomorrow. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for taking the time out to listen to me, to spend some time with me, to to to, to take in what I've said and again, uh, if you want to talk to me on Facebook, a lot of people find me there. If you want to talk to me on Sheila Pope, my public figure page, Sheila Pope uh, PhD, which is Dr. Sheila Pope. I'm on there. I'm also on there on as uh, Sheila Pope as well on Facebook. So, and I'm trying to build my Twitter up. So if you have time, go on, if, you know, a moment, just go on Convo with Dr. Pope on Twitter. Get the like follow. Whichever one. you think follow. Hit hit the button for me. I'm trying to grow that one. And I'm definitely trying to grow my Instagram. But. My conversations are real. And I hope that. You guys can see that. Or hear that. In my. In my conversation today. That. I know. This is a great opportunity for God. To, to take. Things to another level. For the show. Uh, for women. For men. For uh, communities of color. Who. Have a lot to say, and and we want more people to know about what we're doing in the community. Um, this is a great platform for that. So if you have community events that you want me to mention to share, again, uh, get with me, email me, call, let's talk. Some things I can do for free. Some things you pay. Okay. If I don't teach you nothing else, and I'm I'm stealing this from Sweetie. She said, if it don't make money, it don't make sense. <laughs> so i, I want to encourage everybody to call to communicate and you know what more importantly, today sit down and have a conversation have a conversation with someone that's meaningful not just online but in person have a meaningful conversation today and enjoy uh the rest of your day and if i don't if you're not tuning in enjoy the rest of your week all right well this was my first show Woo on W on uh let's see here get my letters right DFW then gospel radio station thank you <laughs>